Do you ever fantasize about being killed? Do you ever fantasize about cinematic AF? Well, I do. And they'll be talking about this little-known movie, Return of the Living Dead, which moi is in. So, keep this podcast on your mind. Cinematic AF, or I'll cut you Welcome to Cinematic AF. I'm your host, Anthony Fountain. On this show, we choose a film each week to watch and discuss. The films we choose are sometimes chosen to enlighten viewers, but other times our selections are done, well, let's say just to uh, torture our panel. Let's see which one it is today. Let the games begin. Oh, yeah. Ah, oh, thank you for joining us again, and thank you for <laughs> Miss Quigley for uh, giving me that awesome intro this week. Oh, just in case you uh, haven't figured it out, we are covering Return of the Living Dead. I've been waiting for this one for a while. This is one of my favorites, so you probably can guess my uh, my rating already. This is this is this is probably my favorite film of all times. I have seen it hundreds of times. Um, those are, I rewatched it just, you know, to refresh myself, but I can just, I can pretty much sing this song. I mean, I can sing this movie all the way through. Almost every word. My wife gets really irritated, really irritated when I <laughs> watch this movie. That's enough before for me. The end, <laughs> before the end of the podcast, I want you to sing the whole movie. Oh, sing the whole movie? In what style? I yeah. second that. <laughs> just in case you uh, didn't catch on, I got two people with me today, and uh this is, I guess we're still in quarantine, but tonight is the first night since this whole thing started. I mean, I can't even remember the last time we've been together. I have Kelsey in the room with me today, live. Yay! It's so lovely to see your face six feet in front of me. We are exactly, I measured it out. We're six feet. Mm-hmm. And uh, phoning in from Georgia is uh, Ash. What's up, Ash? Hey, what's up, man? Glad to be here. Yeah. So, <laughs> um. Um, it's another week we survived. It's getting a little better. It's a little weird out there. It's, you know, masks versus unmasks. It's a very <laughs> strange land that we are walking <laughs> in. Um, to the death. To the death. How dare you not to wear a mask. I will throw you out. Oh, craziness. Some craziness, but we're not here to talk about the society and politics because uh, we're escaped. <laughs> we're not that kind of show. Um, so, I'll, as, we, as I already said, we're watching Return of the Living Dead today. And uh, I got my two wonderful people. Um, Ash, uh, what you've been uh, putting your eyeballs on recently? Oh, man. I just discovered a new cartoon. Um, if you're a fan of Adventure Time, the guy Pendleton Ward that does Adventure Time has has done an adult cartoon for netflix called the midnight gospel and it's also got um duncan trussell in it and he's one of my favorite podcasters so it's it's bizarre it's super bizarre um a guy is able to 
travel to different parallel universes and experience what it's like to be somebody in that universe. He picks an avatar and drops in and interviews someone for his podcast, his intergalactic podcast. And they go through crazy situations, but have a discussion about a completely different topic. And you say this is on Netflix? Yeah, man. Netflix, The Midnight Gospel. Yeah, I saw it, man. It looks pretty pretty trippy. But, um, yeah, you know. it is. Yeah, but if you're into adult swim type of course, I mean, zany craziness, then oh, this is right up your alley. I like the greasy strangler, so we know where, I, <laughs> where we stand on this. So, Kelsey, <laughs> I, I'm going to ask you what you've been watching, and then I'm going to run out because I left my notes in the other room because I'm a true professional. This is a professional sure. podcast. We are professionals. <laughs> so, Kelsey, what you been watching? I have been watching. Well, I've I've been diving into some other horror movies lately. So I did finally watch Midsummer. You've seen that, right, Ash? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We were we were talking about that the week we did Hereditary. Um, so yeah, watch that. Looking forward to probably doing that on the podcast one day because whoa, that shit was crazy. Um, yeah. And then I also watched Midsummer's on Amazon Prime also, so that was pretty cool. And then I also watched Ready or Not. Um, I saw that in theaters and then I, uh, I saw that it was on HBO. So I went ahead and watched it again and super good the second time too. I say that we do both of those movies for the podcast at some point. Oh yeah. Well, it was good. I actually was going to do Midsummer next week. Cool. Uh, but i oh. since I, I got the little bug of Miss Quigley, I think I, Miss Quigley, <laughs> Miss Quigley, I think I'm going to do, uh, I think I'm. I think I'm gonna do uh, Night of the Demons next week. Well, when we do Midsummer, yeah. I'm ready for it. But um, and then since you said something about a cartoon, Ash, I will say I'm way late to this train. But I started thanks to my girlfriend. She's gotten me hooked on Bob's Burgers. Oh, oh yeah. We've been binging that like crazy. It's just like our filler show, and I. I mean that show cracks me up. So yeah, I'm super <laughs> late to that train, but love Bob's Burgers. Um, but what about you, Anthony? What have you been watching? Well, uh, I got HBO Max, even though I can only watch it on my iPod, you <laughs> son of a bitch, Amazon. Oh, really? Yeah, no. Amazon, as far as earlier today or yesterday, Amazon and Firestick are not uh, per, are not having the app on their services. Dang. So what? You have, to, you have to have Apple. They have everything else. I know. They have HBO. They, and what's funny, they still have two HBO apps there, but. <laughs> you got to get an Apple TV. I That's what I have. And like it automatically switched over. I saw it yesterday. and was like, what the fuck is I, this? I, I was waiting for it. Like, wait for it. And then I finally went online. Like, well, HBO, why aren't you, why are you still now? I don't want now. I want Max. Now was, is not now. Now is. is, is Does it even <laughs> exist anymore? Now? Uh, now is there. Still now, there. now it's hmm. still an app you can watch on Fire on the Fire TV, but you cannot watch Max. It makes no damn sense. They're gonna have to get on that real quick. Oh yeah, because I am livid because I uh, I was talking about late to train. I've only seen like ten Big Bang theories my whole life, and it seems to be the same ten episodes. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch it on late TV. Bazinga, Bazinga, yeah. him popping out of the balls, I mean, and then him trapped in the desert in Star Trek outfits. I've seen the hell out of those episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Same ones over and over again. But I'm like, it's got all the Big Bang Theory. And uh, I'm, and this is no secret, I, well, um, I'm a huge Jim Henson fan. 
anything Henson, and as long as Brian keeps it going, and I uh, couldn't wait for the Elmo talk show, and that's the first thing I watched on HBO Max. I ain't gonna lie to you, I am a full grown man, and <laughs> I love everything Muppets. I love at Sesame well, Street. Well, this is a good time to ask about this. Then, what did you think about uh, the Dark Crystal uh, reboot, the the new one? I fucking loved it. <laughs> Did you really? I loved every second of it. I rewatched really? it. The Hunter. Uh, man, that Hunter scene where him and the the son and the dad fight the Hunter. Oh, my God. That scene. The, the, the way they honestly, it off. Oh, my. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know if, if I got that far. I tried to watch it, and I watched the first couple episodes, and it was just so boring to well, be so fantastic and, and so many great visuals the dialogue was just like oh well, you come just on, get you, on with it you you did not wait long enough because that shit gets good as hell <laughs> oh, oh wow the hunter is probably like uh it was one of the, i actually started building a hunter helmet like the day i saw the episode i never finished really? it yeah I, I, he the character the puppetry and this the uh sword fight um Choreography. That's, I guess, the only word you can use. It's amazing. These are puppets. <laughs> you have to check that out. <laughs> You're not supposed to do this with puppets. <laughs> but uh, uh, since we're talking about uh, hints and stuff, how do you guys feel about a sequel to The Labyrinth? Because it seems to be happening. I haven't seen it anyway, so. Really? Oh, get out of my house. Yeah. I know Who I just said? let you in. Did you, you're not allowed here. Oh, my yeah, God. yeah. So when people say, right, "I'll put it on the list for next week," uh, yeah, you gotta put that on the list. When somebody says it reminds you of a babe, you don't, you have nothing to say to that, and that just makes me sad inside. Nothing. How about no, you, Alex? No. <laughs> I mean, Alex, I called you my son. <laughs> Ash, well, what, what do you think about uh, what it? A, labyrinth about a new labyrinth? Yeah, without David Bowie. Uh, you know. I'm always super skeptical about reboots of cherished childhood properties, but it can be done right. There's a way. I mean, more times than not, it's it's a letdown, but there have been successful attempts to do that kind of thing. Well, I love I'll, the dark. I love the Dark Crystal, and you hated it, so you're strange. Well, <laughs> I hated the first couple of episodes. I want to see what what. Everybody thinks about that one because the two people I watched that with were both on on the same page with me. They were like, "Oh, what is this?" Well, I absolutely, <laughs> I absolutely adored this film. I mean, that, that series, and I it actually, I love the original. It, it came out. I saw when it in I, the theater. I think it came out during the Halloween season, and I would uh, and I would download them, put on my iPad, and when I was doing Halloween makeup at Six Flags, <laughs> and me and the other makeup artist, shout out to Michaela. Uh, we'd sit Shout down. <laughs> we'd, we'd sit down and just watch this in between zombies. I, I made them all believers. <laughs> so maybe I have walked in on a couple scenes here and there. Yeah, I was like, I set them down, like, watch this hunter scene right now. <laughs> you, you need to watch this hunter scene right now, right now. Watch it. And um, oh, I also rewatched Barry the complete series on HBO. <laughs> I love Barry. Oh, Barry. Wow. Oh, that show was so good. Season two, episode five. Guys, go ahead. If you haven't watched Barry and you don't want to watch the whole series, I recommend watching the whole thing. But that is where he has to go kill that karate guy. <laughs> that whole series is good. I'm ready for the next season. And then his feral daughter <laughs> sweets his ass. 
Bill Hader, man. Oh, have, have you seen Barry, uh, Ash? No, I, I watched, I think, a couple episodes there in the beginning, and I liked it. It just fell off the radar somehow. Man, I didn't keep se- watching. Season two, episode five. Um, if you don't watch any other episode again, watch that one. <laughs> And it is comedy gold because he, he's an assassin sent to <laughs> he's sent to kill this guy. And he walks into the room and the guy's there. I mean, he, the guy walks in his room and then Barry's chilling and he's wearing a full mask. He's like, hey, man, I don't want to kill you. I just if you really need to leave town, um, come on. I got a car waiting for you. Let's go pack your bags and, and it will be fine. I'm sorry. This is weird. I just don't want to kill you. And the guy doesn't say a word like, hmm. So he walks into his, his bedroom, but when he walks in, it's full of like old, like frame geese, black belts hanging everywhere, trophies, walls of metals. <laughs> like, oh shit. And he's just, <laughs> but he just packs. And Barry's like, man, this is, uh, this is impressive. Y'all. You've done some stuff. This is wow. And then when he's looking up at something, this guy just <laughs> does a round kick straight into his throat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or to his chest. He hits him in the chest. And then he, you know, he wrestles him and eventually wins. But then his little, like, 12-year-old daughter comes in, and she's also in a gi. <laughs> she just beats the shit out of him. <laughs> but not only does she beat him down, she runs out of the house like a feral animal, like ninja flipping over fences, and then hunts them down in their cars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's enough, that's enough about Barry. That's what I've been watching. <laughs> yeah. So we did, we did some uh, little bit of news. Uh, we did about, uh, we told you what, you know, to catch on things. And right now, uh, HBO Max has some cool stuff on it. I haven't, yeah, Friends is finally back on a streaming service, so that's exciting Yeah, but for it me. Was, it was on Netflix forever, and I don't care. It was my filler show, though. Well, that and The Office, I would rotate. And so now I've just been watching The Office like crazy. But I like to just have something on in the background. And that's always either Friends or The Office for me. Yeah, Office is my yeah. go-to thing. Like if I yeah, to- uh, I can, I can totally do the Office and Parks and Rec. Yeah, Love but when I go back too, yeah. too, when I go back too far with sitcoms, I just can't do it. Like the old sitcom jokes just do not play to me anymore. Well, now I have Disney Plus also, so I'll throw Boy Meets World on. That's my childhood favorite. That might All be right a on. little bit after you guys. No offense. Oh uh, no, no, <laughs> none taken. I actually I watched it because the voice of Mr. McFeely was Knight Rider. Wait, Boy Meets World? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Mr. Feeney. Oh, Mr. Feeney. Was, uh, Feeney. My bad. The Not voice of the car in Knight Rider. I should know what you're talking about. Yeah, though. well, I, that shows you how much I watch it. So I used yeah. to watch episodes just to, hear him, just to hear him talk. Like, that's Kit. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my childhood. <laughs> like, that's Kit. That's cool. I like. I think he's awesome. But enough of that stuff. Uh, today we're here to talk about um, Return of the Living Dead, which is 1985. And the synopsis of this is uh, when a bumbling pair of employees... At a medical supply warehouse, accidentally release a deadly gas into the air. The vapors cause the dead to reanimate. As they go on a rampage, as they go on a rampage to Louisiana, Kentucky, seeking their favorite food, brains. That's pretty much the, I mean, there's a lot more that goes down to it. And uh, I'm going to now play the trailer, so uh, we'll be right back. In the dark of the night, something strange is going on. You see that 
shot. They ship those bodies. Well, say hello. The dead have risen from the grave. Mister, there's a hundred of those things out there. How many did you say? A hundred? And now the question is, how do we get them back into the ground? Because technically, you're not alive. Why do you eat people? Not people. Brains. How do you kill something that's already dead? Well, how do I know, Fred? I don't know. Let me think. It's not a bad question, Bert. In that movie, they destroyed the brain to kill him. Is that what they did? The brains, right. Brains. about cinematic AF. Sorry, I had to do one more time. All right. <laughs> that was... Uh, yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> yes, all yes, the time. Yes, I do. Linnea Quigley. Linnea Quigley. Oh, my God. That's so cool. Oh, I love it so much. It makes me happy. I got that message today. Um, I told you I was hoping to get it by six. I got it at five. So I was like, yay. Just in time. Oh, beautiful. Had Dude, me. that was super awesome. I, when I heard it, I... Got a little quickly down under. <laughs> and what's funny is me and Ash, we're, he was joking back and forth to get her to say something. And uh, when I made my request to her, um, I, I just let her have it. I, I, I let her just make it up. I didn't I didn't want to be that guy who goes, could you just say this line for me, please? Just say this and nothing else. I was like, eh, this is my podcast. Just you know, give me a shout out. I don't care. If you don't want to do it, just say my name and I, I'm, I'm happy with it. Yeah. And she did that. <laughs> and like, that was one of the lines Ash recommended. Like, oh, perfect. <laughs> that is absolutely. She said exactly what I, I recommended. He tell her to say that was so cool. Yeah. Like I said, I just sent her a request like, please, please. I love you so much. And I even like, and I might get myself in trouble. I told her like, you are my first film crush ever. Like I, I <laughs> it's like I. I just remember watching like, yes, this is, this is, this is a woman right here. She is naked in pretty much this whole movie. Even before she was naked, this, this is the way she, <laughs> the way she moved, the way she talked. Her I just, hair, she's a badass. Oh, I just loved her so much. And, and, and what's, and, and we'll get to it, but she just, she doesn't have like a huge part in this movie. But if you ask anybody about this movie, they're going to talk about the graveyard scene. The end. Yeah. I mean, that is Oh, it. dude. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, it's so good. But we're going to get to it. We're going to let's not, uh, you know, count over chickens. Uh, this movie is uh, Return of the Living Dead. Like I said, uh, we have Miss Liana Quigley as Trash. She uh, is also famous for uh, Night of the Demons, Silent Night, Deadly Night. And she was in Cell Block. One, I think it's Cell Block 2. She's going to kill me. I'm sorry. Don't hurt me. Uh, I have not seen that one, obviously. I'm sorry. I'm going to put that on my list. Uh, she's also known as one of the, you know, premier squee- scream queens of the 80s. I mean, she's up on the list. There's, I, I, she's my favorite. And she, Yeah, and, dude, if you want to see all of her movies, you're going to have a mighty long list because she is a prolific actress. Uh, yeah, 168 films to be exact. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy, right? And um, Work. See, I, I, I talked about her first. Listen. Is also directed by a guy named Dan O'Brien. Uh, he is O'Bannon. Most, O'Bannon, my God, I am yeah. I'm batting a thousand. Dan mm-hmm. O'Bannon. He uh, he's done a few movies. Nothing worth. I mean, I don't know. He's made more movies than me, but he's more famous for as a writer for these little movies. You may have heard of them called Alien and Aliens. He did mm-hmm. those. Uh, they're kind of kind of a big deal, and it has has yeah. uh, Clue as Bert. Frank is James Karen, and I love Frank. You know Frank from uh, uh, probably Poltergeist the best. Oh, yeah. He's the sleazy guy. Like, we moved the bodies. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, and then be, we, be brave, Frank. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Don Calfa, he, uh, he's done a bunch of things. He's, I remember him most from Weekend at Bernie's besides this movie. He was the, the assassin. Um, Tom Matthews, a, he's famous for Friday Thirteenth, of course, the sequel to this movie. Um, Beverly Randolph, um, she hasn't done much. Sorry, Beverly. Uh, John. Okay, wait. I'm gonna uh, let me stop you right there. You just said the sequel to this movie. I, I know we'll never cover it here because I heard they're pretty bad. I don't think I've watched them. I, I actually, how does it? I actually. Like- how does anybody from this film make it? <laughs> Uh, to a sequel. They do kind of a alternate universe thing where uh, Frank and Freddy's characters are, are played. Uh, the, I mean, the actors that play them um, play two different characters somewhere else during the zombie apocalypse. Oh. And ah. you just let it go because you want to see those actors back together again. They play two robbers and of they're course. just dumb asses and no one cares. I mean, you just let it go. Uh, it's a fun movie. It is definitely more campy than this. It's... Um, but there is a line that I love so much, um, and it's called. It goes like this: "Get the damn screwdriver out of my head!" Because they try, <laughs> he stabs his zombie in the head, and it has a thick. Oh my god! Exit. I remember that. I must have seen it. <laughs> Get the damn screwdriver, and it stuck with me my whole life, and uh, I love it. So anyway, there's a bunch of people in it. Uh, let's see, and um, our characters are. Bert, Frank, Ernie, Freddy, Tina, Chuck, Casey, Spider, Scuzz, Trash, and Suicide. And the Bert Ernie thing I read was not, it was not meant to be. Bert and Ernie? For, yeah. <laughs> Bert Ernie, you're the one. No, no. no. <laughs> so there's a lot of people in here. Um, I think, I, oh, and I have to mention Miguel A. Nunez. He actually is probably the most successful actor out of this. Um, he was in Street Fighter. <laughs> uh, he was in Life. 
he was the the gay guy in life, and he killed it. He was he in, was Juana man, he right? Juana man, yes, he was. <laughs> so he's uh he's done all right. I mean, if you see this guy, you know this guy. You, you work with Eddie Murphy, Eddie. you already already get street cred or film cred, I guess. In this, so um, that's the cast of characters. Uh, very uh, random. Uh, a lot of punk names. It's funny. I, I, the hardest thing to this is how how does suicide hang out with Chuck? I think suicide would just beat Chuck's ass. I want to beat Chuck's ass, but we'll go into that. Dude, I love how the punks in this movie are like harmless punks. They're they're not scary. They don't pull knives on people. They don't. They're people that you wouldn't mind hanging out with. Nah, they're cool, man. Like if you, they've got that look. You know, I like I yeah. like their hair and like their costumes in this. They, uh, it kind of set them apart from the other characters. And, yeah, I'm, and, and their boobs. And <laughs> there's a couple of boobs in this. So uh, this film's opened up with uh, um, we meet uh, Franken uh, Franken Franken uh, Franken Beans. We meet Frank <laughs> Frank and Freddie and uh, Bert briefly. Bert's like, "I'm your boss, haha, dad joke," mm-hmm. and I'm out. See you guys, Fourth of July, bye, bitches. <laughs> But uh, Freddie's like the young kid. He's uh, getting this job at this medical supply warehouse, and he's getting the big tour from Frank, which is uh, the late, great James Cameron. Uh, Cameron. James Cameron. No, Karen. James <laughs> Karen. He's also in Mulholland Drive. But anyway, I love him. I, in, in this movie, what's funny is, I know you, you already said we're going to do this, but um, O'Bannon was originally supposed to play that character. But then, hmm. yeah, I know. And then, then James came in and goes, hey, uh, I'm here for a part. And he's like, yeah, you're, no, you're Frank. You got it. He just gave it to him. So, but anyway, he gives him the, the tour, and we get to see the split dogs and the cadaver room where all the frozen cadavers live. And It's like a medical supply. It's a medical supply yeah. store. But they, they, they do a good job of setting everything up because this is what we do. Here's the you know, PT. I think you, you probably think that means pretty tough, but mm-hmm. it means perfect teeth. See, I'm, oh, anyway. You can quote the whole movie. I love this movie. I love this movie. I love this movie so much. Hey, did I, you know, did you know that uh, that was, he didn't mean it to be true, but it was kind of true that we got most of our skeletons from India uh, oh. up until this movie. And a year after this movie came out, that's when it ended. They stopped. That's crazy. Yeah, because he mentions like something about skeleton farms or something in India. I wonder if it uncovered any like <laughs> sinister <laughs> things. <laughs> Who knows? No one was supposed to know that. Yeah. So Frank, yeah. so Frank gives uh, Punk Freddy uh, a walk around the the facilities, if you will, and then we get a shot of the friends looking for a party. And all the aforementioned punks that I've listed are all walking in a gang, carrying the boombox, very 80s, is walking around. And Tina doesn't look like she belongs no, to this group at, at all. all. She's like the little preppy, cute girl. So, yeah, so uh, the list of punks I've read before, we'll go through their names as the thing goes through, I'm sure. But Tina is like, uh, we need a place to party. Well, um, Freddie has, always knows a place to party. Mm-hmm. Where is he? He's at work, so we got to go find him. They're all walking around because... None of them. They look all like 20. To yeah. <laughs> and none of them have a car. Not a single one. So Suicide does. Suicide That's does. That's the one they end up being in, right? Right. So um, we go back to the warehouse. Frank? Yeah, kid. What's the weirdest thing you've ever saw in here? Oh, kid. 
I have seen weird things come, and I have seen weird things go. But the weirdest thing I ever saw just had to cap it off. Oh, yeah? <laughs> What's that? Let me ask you a question, kid. Did you see that movie, Night of the Living Dead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one where the corpses start eating the pupil, right? Sure. What, what about it? Did you know that movie was based on a true case? I love it that that Night of the Living Dead is something that exists in this movie, and the word zombie is something that exists in this movie. I'm so used to zombie movies and TV shows being people's reaction to this thing that happens that nobody ever heard of before. But people know zombie in this movie, and right. I love that. Oh, that's a good point. I never really thought about that. And you got to think, too, when did you ever – have you seen – any other movie before, before 1985, it might, it might be there, that really stated that zombies ate brains? No. This is the one that yeah. started it. So, but uh, This is the beginning of the... The brain eaters. Brains. Brains. Because it was also the first time we actually heard zombies talk in, I'm going to say, modern cinema. And when I say modern, from like the 70s up, you never really heard a zombie like have a sentence. They definitely didn't like order paramedics like a pizza. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, yeah. And problem solving, everything. These, but, these zombies can do it. Because, uh, I mean, they, O'Bannon didn't want to do, because uh, there was a big thing. They tried to bring in um, Romero as a producer, but he didn't even answer. He's like, nah. But, so he said if he, wanted, if he tried to make a sequel to it, he'd feel like he ripped him off. So they went back, rewrote the script, and made it more com comedic and made the zombies completely different than Romero's. And he made sure the name uh, broke away from the night, day, dawn thing. So, I mean, he oh. was very respectful to Romero, and I really think that's awesome. I think it's a better yeah, movie I for it. Yeah, I think it was, it was brilliant the way that they uh, set it up and said that Night of the Living Dead, those things happened, but they changed the facts. Mm -hmm. And when they said they changed the facts, that just opens the door for them to do whatever they want with these zombies. Like they can be whatever they want them to be. It doesn't have to adhere to the rules of Night of the Living Dead. And they can get as wacky as they want to get. Yeah. And, and, and it was smart. And like I said, dude, they didn't piss off Romero because that, that's, you just don't want to do that because he is the grandfather of zombies. Even though he didn't invent them, he definitely made them what they are today. Uh, so um, Frank shows him the tank, and he's like, is this tank safe? He's like, of course it is. It's made by the U.S. Corps of Engineers. And he kicks the tank, and it leaks. And I think the, the company is Daryl Chemical, Com Chemical Company, which is like a shout-out to Dow Chemical Company, who were the people who made Agent Orange. Uh, I know too much about this film. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> it's a good thing. Uh, uh, anyway. Shout-out to all the company names in this movie. I, I like Unita. You Medical need a, supplies. I, you need a? Oh, yeah. What is that? <laughs> you need a... What, what's the company, though? What is it? Isn't it you need a... Uh, some, like, something... I don't remember. Oh, I don't know. I didn't catch that at all. And mm -hmm. I've seen this a thousand times. Anyway, she's looking that up. We'll the medical going. supply company is Unita. And oh, to, yeah. to be someone who purchases for that company, it would be so cool because you could tell people they need it. You need a... You need this. You, you need, need this. You know what? I've never caught that, and I've seen this a thousand times. Yeah. I feel like a dumbass. Wow. 
I I learned something new every day. You guys showed me something new about this film. You need a medical <laughs> supply warehouse. Yeah. I, I never caught that. I am stupid. Oh, I'm no, fine. No, no, no. You just look at different things. Yeah, I know. Especially, <laughs> I love the makeup. There's some, I won't state this. There is some sketchy makeup in this, like, even to this day, even when I saw it originally as a kid. And they even showed this in the trailer. My biggest peeve of this movie is that damn rubber arm on Ernie's leg. It pisses me off every mm-hmm. time. Like, you use that take? You didn't put a bar in that arm? Because when they grab it, it bends. I'm like, <laughs> like, like come on, guys. <laughs> but, I mean, there's so much good stuff in this. Yeah, and you it, can tell that there was a special effects artist that they hired for this movie that had a brief <laughs> stint as uh, special effects. And then they brought somebody else in. And you can tell they used a few of the things from the old guy, but they were all the shittiest things. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I Honestly, as a makeup artist, I, I used to know who did all the makeup, and I don't want to spurt it out and look stupid, so I'm not going to. But uh, anyway, I should look that up, you know? There's only so much I can like do. It's like the skeleton that pops out of the grave Yes, and opens its mouth, and it's got... Real eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and you, can, you can see when it opens its mouth, you can see the wooden dowel inside the mouth that's controlling the mouth. That was one of the old guys. But he uh, it, I, that was Carl. Effect. Carl. Damn, damn it, it, Carl. Yeah. But damn I, it. I, damn I, it. You know Carl? what? I still love that effect. I know it's cheesy. I know the eyes don't make any damn sense at all because they would have been melted away. But I love it. And it's such a good visual. And it was so good. They used it twice. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty, yeah. It's a pretty famous part, I feel like. Oh, yeah. I mean... It, Isn't that when the music starts? Do you tri- want a yeah. party? <laughs> anyway. Hey, these things don't leak, do they? Leak? Hell no. These things were made by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> we'll talk about the soundtrack later. Yeah. So they, they kick the, ca- the, they kick the can, <laughs> the barrel, and this stuff hits them in the face. And it goes, you know, shows the smoke hitting the vents and they start coughing and they fall down and it shows all the smoke going through the facility. And then it cuts to the, the opening credits and then the the first theme, which is one of my favorite. I used to actually listen to that in my car in high school. That's what I would drive to school to is listen to the soundtrack. I have problems. So they go and they kick it and then... Uh, and then the credits roll, and then we have this general who's very random. Like, here's a general walking home. Like, hi, honey, I'm home. Mm-hmm. And you don't see him again for a while. For a while, but it, there's a reason, and yeah. it's good because. Go ahead. I love. I love it. His wife says, "Oh, uh, here, eat some dinner. I made some lamb chops." And he's like, "I had lamb chops for lunch." Yeah, he's a total <laughs> dick to his wife. What are the chances? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> He's a general, man. That's what they do. They eat lamb chops. He's a lamb chopaholic. But it it definitely just, he's somebody important and pay attention because he's going to be something later. Right? And then it, you don't see him another, for like another hour and 20 minutes. That's fine. <laughs> Who cares about that guy, right? But he's definitely important. He's on a mission. Do they show his gear there? Does he walk by his gear or is it later? I don't remember. Anyway, um, so the general comes home. Uh, he does have some gear chilling. It comes that comes in handy later. Uh, then we sight. Then we see the one of my favorite shots. It's like a shot of this car driving, and all these punks are like eight, what eight, nine people. They're all I'll put in this old convertible, 
and <laughs> and suicide. It has his arm hanging out, smoke's coming out of this thing. It's all beat up. It's all just destroyed, and they're just driving. And, dude, uh, <laughs> that, dude, that chain that goes from his ear to his nose ring. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that is insane. That is it reminds 80s. me of those big chains people used to have on their wallets in the nineties. <laughs> and that was a thing, man. There used to be like some guitar players that would have oh, yeah. that on their nose. Like that's what they did in the eighties. This, this was eighty five, and it got it. It feels so eighties, and I love it mm-hmm. so much. Oh, that's one of the main things that attracts me to this movie and makes it so great, in my opinion, is is the nostalgia factor. It's it's a lot of stuff that is from that era, and you know it when you see it. You know, even how crass people are at work. Like at, at work, they had uh, nude pinups next to the desk. It's like they didn't care about rules back then. No, and it's not like, like today. You could smoke everywhere, even on an airplane. Yeah. It was weird. Um, so uh, suicide drives the gang. They're looking for a party. Like, we'll just drive around for a party. He's like, I don't got no gas. And, you know, all these 20-year-olds don't have jobs. They don't have cars. <laughs> They're worthless punks. But they dress really nice. <laughs> you figure Tina at least have like $10 for gas money. Yeah. She looks like she's got some money. But no, nobody has nothing. So they're like, oh, let's go find Freddy. So they drive, and Freddy's at work. So they decide to wait in a graveyard until Freddy gets off work, which makes absolute sense to me. Why not? Yeah, yeah like you they do. They look like the kind of group that would want to just chill at a cemetery. Yeah, why not? And Dude, all- if, you have a, if you have a friend like Linnea Quigley, yeah. it, it, you can go anywhere, and it's a party. Yeah, you, you take trash anywhere, and it's it is a, it's gonna it's gonna be entertaining. Why not? I mean, yeah. she goes by trash. I mean, so yeah, they like, yeah. Oh, we got to say this too. When they look at the graveyard, they're like, "Oh, well, let's go in there and hang out." And she goes, "Oh yeah, let's do that." <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, love you, trash. Oh my yeah, god, and she's practically part of our podcast now. So, oh yeah, she's practically family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out. Well, I love her. I, I mean, I, there's no lie. I'm not trying to, like, put smoke up as anybody, up anybody's ass. I really, I mean, she, look, you can't see me. There's a picture of her in color right there on the gravestone on that poster. Yes, I can confirm that this is true. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. And, and what poster is laying, <laughs> is over my desk? The Return of the Living, of the Living Dead. Yeah, Dead. The Return yeah. of the Living Dead. Yeah, so, I, I've heard of it. Yeah, it's, so it's, this is real. I mean, I'm a dude. Huge. Go ahead. And I know we're not, I know we're not there yet. We're nowhere, man. But, we are, we are not even in the first 15 minutes. Yeah, come on, guys. We're going to be oh, go, 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 go. We're going to be forever. Oh, wait. Anyway, so they go to the graveyard, <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah, let's do that. I say that again. So they go in. Uh, they go in the graveyard. They're chilling. And then Frank and uh, Freddie wake up, and they're all sick. Well, it was, you know, they breathe all that stuff in. They don't feel good, and it stinks. It, stinks. it smells real bad. And then they run, and they don't know what to do. And there's a bunch of funny lines. Watch your tongue if you, <laughs> if you like this job. Like this job. Oh, <laughs> uh, so they don't know what to do. They don't want to call the company get the get the get the um their company in trouble. So they decide to call Bert. You know, Bert is really happy about this. I mean, they are. There. <laughs> I mean, why not? I mean, he just they just screwed up his whole living if this if if they don't fix it. Um. Uh, so back in the graveyard, we have uh, what's going on? 
Oh, and they walk through the warehouse, and we get to see the split dog and the butterflies, and we get to... They're all alive, the butterflies on the wall. <laughs> and, and we hear like, the cadaver screaming. And, oh, uh, dude. When, when he touches, when he flips the, the split dog over, and it's all gooey, and it's on his hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and uh, Frank picks up that crutch and, and starts hitting the hurt. dog, and it makes actual dog noise, like whimpers, <laughs> as it's getting beaten. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah, I almost felt bad for that plastic-looking dog. <laughs> that was probably Carl's prop, too. <laughs> Damn it, Carl. No, nah, I mean, that was a good-looking prop. Yeah. Static. It's when yeah. you hit it. It almost makes it funnier, too. All the, like, different effects that aren't that, you know, aren't the greatest. So they they, they go, they finally, uh, they get sick, uh, dog, 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 spit dogs alive. Oh, they call Bert. Bert's not happy. We already told you said that. So then we go uh, trash in graveyard. They talk about dying. He's she's sitting there talking to Spider. And I could spout that whole line, but I am not. I'm going to skip it. I'm going to be a good boy. But they talk about it. and He doesn't want to think about dying. And, and then she starts. She she starts getting turned on. And <laughs> um, of course she does. And I think that's also this is that where she says that her fear, her only fear, was to be eaten alive by a bunch of old dead men. Do you ever fantasize about being killed? Never. Do you ever wonder about all the different ways of dying, you know, violently, and wonder, like, what would be the most horrible way to die? I try not to think about dying too much. Hmm. Well, for me, the worst way would be for a bunch of old men to get around me and start biting and eating me alive. Yeah, I think that's a spot. If not, that is definitely something said later. Um, uh, Trash is talking to her, blah, blah, blah. And no, here it is, the dance scene. Let's talk about this dance scene. So she gets up and she's she's getting turned on. She's getting turned on. And then Spider goes, oh, Trash is taking her clothes off again. <laughs> Love it. So Trash yes. gets on there and starts taking it. And I'm pretty sure you're going to spit all the trivia about her her uh, lower extremity. So we're here at the... <laughs> the go ahead, Ash. No, I do. I, I wasn't going to talk about that. I was going to talk about the nostalgia factor. I know that you were a kid around the same time I was a kid. Oh, Yes. And I know you had a VHS with this on it, whether it was recorded from HBO or whether it was legit. You had the VHS, right? Yes, and it was very staticky at this Dude, part. <laughs> how many times? How many times did you pause and unpause and and go super slow through that scene to see if you could see any more? <laughs> and you couldn't. Um, and that's it. <laughs> you can't. Well, the reason was you're like, wait, what is the what is that? What? Why is there nothing there? Well, originally, you just think it's because it's it's low quality, and you just go through and you you pause and you pause. Barbie in the front, and there's a reason why. Literally, originally originally she was going to do it full nude, Mm -hmm. and the director had it all set up and everything, and then one of the producers came on and goes, "No," and this was oh sorry. This is no, and this was the 80s, so she had like a little bush down there, and they're like, no, this is, we can't have bush, shave it off. So she went, she shaved it off to come back, and then it could show, it showed everything, and the mm-hmm. producer's like, oh, hell no, we're not going to see that. We can't see the whole clam. So the FX guys. 
What would they think would happen when she shaved the bush? I Come don't, on, guys. I don't know. So they got their fix, guys. This is probably Carl, too. Damn it, Carl. Uh, Carl, hey. but he's like, I've got this skin-colored piece of plastic over here. No, but it looked good. As far as that blending goes, it's pretty badass. No, it, yeah, it was yeah, legit. I had, to, I had to look twice to make sure. I was like, wait a second. Does she? Yeah, it's definitely covering. Hey. But, like, nothing else is covered. Oh, no. She, and... I mean, it is, it is, it's her. It's Quigley. It's 100% trash. It's fucking yeah. fantastic. No, I mean, I can verify from, from my childhood that there were certain aspects, like when it showed from behind in her butt, you could, you could pick out some details of what was going on, <laughs> what was going on under there. Like they didn't, they didn't hide it all from uh seven year old me. Man. Can you imagine? I mean, she is. This is an iconic scene. Like I said, it's on posters all on my wall. Everybody talks about this scene, and it'll it'll go down in history. Um, and she seems very proud of it. I mean, but like, I want to interview her, and I hope one day, if you're listening, Linnea, come on, girl. I hope I can get you on. But you don't want to ask about this scene. I mean, I'm sure she gets at this. All the questions are about this. So, so how was your vagina that night? Was it cold? <laughs> No, that was probably the only thing that wasn't cold. Well, what sucks is since that was uh, uh, prosthetic, they literally had to glue it on. So every time she had to go to the bathroom, they had to go take it off and put it back on. Just band-aid it. You know, you got to rip it fast. Oh, poor girl. But thank mm-hmm. you for doing this. Thank you for your service. Uh, <laughs> so she, <laughs> she she dances on the grave, and which is uh, iconic, and we, we'll, we'll move on. Um, so we go... And Bert's there. Do we have to? Yeah, we mm-hmm. we, could, we just can't <laughs> talk about the scene forever. It, it is awesome. Watch the movie. You, you have guys, it. don't worry. I'm here to make sure they move on. Let's have a moment of silence. I'm trying. Uh, so after the dance scene, we've already discussed it. Uh, we go back to the warehouse. Bert's all pissed. Um, of course he is because, you know, his whole business is all screwed up. Um, they, Bert's they, always they, pissed about the hijinks Ernie's pulls. Oh, no, not Ernie, <laughs> Frank. <laughs> so, I'm joking. No, Ernie, Sesame Ernie Street gag. With Bert, you know? Bert and Ernie. <laughs> yeah. We should make like a cartoon pair. This is those two, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. the cadavers make a noise, and this is one of the funniest scenes in the, <laughs> in the whole damn movie. So they have a plan, and plan goes to shit. It, and uh, just in case you're wondering, the um, combination is 22410. I just. Oh, okay. What now? The combination is 20. Yes, it was. And uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, I almost got a tattoo of that when I was 18. That would be kind of a wow. cool tattoo. It was this combination of that fucking lock. That yeah. was the only. <laughs> but it would mean a lot to you. <laughs> I, I'm older now. Still might Linnea get it. Linnea would appreciate it. Yeah, I almost got it. And it's just because I didn't want it to be, I wanted it to be so obscure Mm-hmm. That it, you no one, even the fans of the movie would not know what it was. Like, what's that from? Return of the Living Dead. What is it? A lot combination. <laughs> yeah, that lets the cadaver but, out. So the plan was to open up. So it's it's Frank, it's Frank, Freddie, and um, Bert. And Bert, you know, they have to get rid of this cadaver that's running around. So in there, beating on the wall. So their plan is to open it up, hit it with this pickaxe. <laughs> I don't know why a medical supply store has a brand new red pickaxe, but, you know, who cares? Is that a medical supply that you would need? <laughs> uh, maybe, to dig, maybe to dig graves, right? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Sure. Sure, why not? That's why they had it. They dig graves with it. So they opened it up, and the plan was for um, 
Frank to hit it in the head because zombie movies, and that's another thing at school, they represent, in the movies, that's how they did it. So there's been movies since Return of the Living Dead, I mean, Night of the Living Dead in this world. So that, that's cool. Like you said, it's really cool that they play on that. But, you know, things go wrong, and it goes straight to Bert, <laughs> tackles him on the ground. There's a big tackle fight scene. The naked guy running around, bald as hell. <laughs> finally, kind of a yellow color. Finally, they get him down on the ground, and they run yeah, the pickaxe. Yeah, he's a bit jaundiced. He's very jaundiced. And they run the pickaxe through his head, and he doesn't die. He's like, it worked in the movies. What, this ain't the movies. It's not. Mm-hmm. Once again, I can go through all the quotes. We're trying, we'll want the, we don't want to be here for 18 hours. You can watch the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't kill him. So they cut the head off. It doesn't work. So they're like, fuck, what are we going to do? This is, what, do you have any ideas? They're like, well, we have to destroy it. Do we have enough acid? No, we don't have enough acid for that. Well, we have to burn it. He goes, well, I have an idea. I, I've known this guy for 20 years. His name's, he owns the uh, mortuary across mm-hmm. the street. His name is Ernie, and we're good friends, and maybe he'll do it. So they cut up all the body pieces, and they wrap it in uh, what, black plastic, and they take it over yeah, to. Yeah, like trash bags. <laughs> And they, and that story they come up with is so weak because they run it over there to him like, yeah, we uh, accidentally ordered a bunch of uh, rabid weasels. Yeah. Oh, no, it accidentally got sent to our warehouse. Mm-hmm. Could you, oh, let's talk about Bert. Uh, we got to, so uh, we got to mention it because this is something I didn't notice until like the third time I watched it. <laughs> He's listening to German march music. He has a German pistol. He has German memorabilia on his wall. And when he looks out the window, what? when it's raining later, he says it's raining like something, but it means a, a fallen, a fallen what, what soldier. That, you, Definitely didn't catch that. He is. You're a, talking about Ernie, though, right? Oh, did I say Bert? Ernie, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, my bad. Let's talk about Ernie. That I'm just confused. Ernie, Ernie, Ernie. Ernie. So, yeah, he, they, and, and later they've just, we've discovered through time that he was meant to be escaped Nazi. Hmm. When you go back and watch it now, you'll see all the signs. That's a fun fact. Yeah, he, yeah. he, he was a Nazi. So they go in, like, hey, how long have we been friends? Oh, long time. Will you do me a favor? Like, what? Well, we need to burn these animals alive. <laughs> He's like, well, that's a little inhumane, don't you think? Okay, well, fine. It's body parts. Yeah, it's, it's body parts. And one grabs his leg and freaks out. Mm-hmm. What would you do in that situation? Would you like, oh, we're great friends. I have a reanimated body here. Will you burn it for me in your, what would you do? What would you do? I feel like for something that crazy and you, if you were great friends, I'd be like, dude, you got to see this and please help me. Like you're at that point looking for any help you can get. How about you, Ash? If somebody walked up to you like, hey, I got these body parts I need to burn. Yeah, I mean, you know, (laughs) what's in it for me? Yeah. And that's what he says. (laughs) <laughs> pretty much so I I guess they kind of uh, I mean they cut the body parts up and, uh, and we also see some more punk and while this is happening we get flashbacks of the punks and they and some of the punks see them carrying the bodies parts they don't know the body parts at the time to the mortuary and they're like hey I think that's Freddy but so they take the body parts in we already got there they talk in they talk Ernie into burning them all, and I guess uh, Tina. Oh, try! Oh, let's talk about. There's a there's another naked scene. Punks mm-hmm. in graveyard. Uh, trash is naked, and she walks up to <laughs> to suicide. <laughs> Nobody understands me. You know that? I fucking bust my ass for you guys, and what do I get? You're spooky. Fuck you, man. Fuck you all. I like it spooky. 
I mean, I got something to say, you know? What do you think this is all about? You think this is a fucking costume? This is a way of life. Oh, yes. <laughs> hey, what's wrong with you, man? Show some fucking respect for the dead, will ya? <laughs> he's the only guy with some morals. And he's the one yeah. that looks the meanest. Mm-hmm. Suicide wants everybody to follow the punk way of life, is what it says in the synopsis. <laughs> of course. he's. I think what he really meant was that emo way of life, but that hadn't been invented yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, Ernie gets grabbed by the beast, uh, by the beast, by the arm. That's my worst. That's the effect that pisses me off. I already talked about that. Um, so he agrees. And they're like, can you burn it? Can you burn it all the way down? And I've always thought this this is the fact you heard as a kid, and I just always has have said it like it was real with never, ever looking it up about the human heart being the hardest thing to burn. Because he says, oh, I can burn everything, mm-hmm. the, the the muscles, the bone, but the hardest thing is, is the heart because it's... Such a tough muscle. But I just don't... Now that I'm older, I don't think... a. a like a femur bone would burn. Yeah, dude. The heart would go way before a <laughs> yeah. bone. Mm-hmm. But for the longest time, my whole youth, I took that as fact. And I would like quote it like I was smart. Like, you know, no one could fact check me back then. They could bolt their phone like. Yeah, Google it. Uh, bullshit artist. Oh, Ernie. <laughs> Ernie. Ernie had a lot of experience from those concentration camps. And that's another thing. He burned things. Yeah. He knew so much about it. Boom. Mm-hmm. Nazi. Instead of Yahtzee, Nazi. <laughs> and, 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 and um, so Tina goes look for Freddie. Bert and Ernie they work on a deal like uh, you do a favor for me later, which comes in to play. Uh, they burn the body. Frank and Frank mentions briefly to Freddie that he knows how to work the what was that? Would that be a crematorium or yeah? Is that what the machine mm-hmm. is called? Well, I mean, yeah, for sure, something and like then, that. Well, then they burn. I think the, it's a. I think it's a crematorator. Crematorator? I like it. <laughs> I like Crematorator. That's, that's catchy. If not, it is now. And then they burn it, and then it shows the smoke going up. And this, cinematography-wise, is pretty cool. I mm-hmm. mean, you know they don't have a big budget. Yeah. And there's a lot of models and a lot of, like, uh, overlays and stuff. But the way the smoke goes into the clouds and the rain starts falling down, and, then it, and of course, it catches our, our punk rockers by surprise. Acid rain. Acid rain, and they all run to this very nice ride, and they put the top on, and of course, trash loses her clo- or loses her clothing. Mm-hmm. What a shame! <laughs> um, so they're all in there, and then they put up this because it, it's a convertible, and it's you know it's rickety and mm-hmm. it, it falls apart. So they're like, oh, we just got to go, we got to go somewhere. So Tina is looking for, she's looking for Freddie, and I think she's in the warehouse at this time. And yeah. And she and then and she goes down to the basement and she accidentally finds Tarman. Yeah, she wanders off to look for Freddy. And she goes and finds Tarman, which is, of course, another famous thing. He's also on that poster. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, dude, one of the best zombies ever. Oh, it's the way he even moves. by today's standards, like dude, this is this is good. This the eye mix and the jaw and the way he just slinks his body. He's, well, she finds this, this. And he's supposed to be the one that came out of the barrel, right? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, uh, so th- there's a big chase scene, and she has to run up the stairs. Uh, quick note: she did not; she was not told about the fake stair. She went to lunch, and they changed it out on her. <laughs> Poor girl. The third <laughs> stair that's not in. Oh. Yeah. So she ran up, and she fell through it. She really hurt herself. She got some 
But anyway, she gets she falls through stairs. She gets caught and locked in a closet. And this is the smartest oily zombie ever. He hooks up a winch system to the door. Yeah, and pulls it off. <laughs> he starts pulling it off. Well, at this time, all the all the punks decide to run over to the warehouse to just uh, get out of the acid rain. And they run. They hear her screaming. They run downstairs. He pops the door off finally. And then there's a curtain that I don't remember being there before, but a, mag- a magical curtain appears and. Suicide runs down, and he pulls back, and he gets killed quick. R.I.P. Suicide. Yeah, dude, I was super surprised by this when I saw it first. Like, out of all of them, I thought suicide... You know, nobody's going to fuck with him. I wanted him. I wanted to see him like sit in the streets with with that one sledgehammer. When I first saw this, yeah, right, and you know, because I was like, "Oh shit, he has a sledgehammer. He's going to use that later. He's going to fuck some zombies up." Of course, he dies Mm -mm. first. Spoiler alert, dude. He goes out like a soft skull bitch. Yeah, but it's so cool the 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 skull ripping down. And my favorite part Mm -hmm. of his his death is when. Uh, he, um, Tar Man goes down with him and still gnawing, and his body's twitching. Oh, I love mm-hmm. it. That's such a nice little. So they get it, they escape, they run upstairs, and and Spider, uh, Spider is the Jerry Curl punk rocker. He's the one that I mean, he he becomes pretty much the main character. He does, yeah. <laughs> He's in it a lot. And you, you know you got all the you got all the punks running together. I'll read them all out because they're all going to start dying soon. We have. Suicide's the first one to go. We have T- all of them are Tina, Chuck, Casey, Spider, Scuzz, Trash, and Suicide. And now Suicide <laughs> is dead. Love the names. Of course. Except, except like for Tina. Tina. <laughs> She's like the cute one. She hasn't gotten her punk name Doesn't yet. Doesn't fit in with them at all. But how about other guys? How about, how about Chuck and Casey? Oh, yeah, yeah. They have, I That's guess right. right. That's what he's happened. still kind of sleazy, though. Yeah, he's very sleazy. He's yeah. always trying to get laid. Mm-hmm. He's always trying to trying to mac up on somebody. Trash doesn't even want to look at him. <laughs> Trash turns him <laughs> down. Like, no, bitch. You suck. <laughs> um, so they escape, and <laughs> and I like how they just all, like, they close the door, and Spider is like, hey, motherfuckers, <laughs> what are you doing? And they, they eventually get it all, like, I guess, boarded up. And I, I love Spider's reaction. His face is that actor is fantastic. Yeah, he is good. I mean, like so he, he's Joanna Man. I mean, he should have won an Oscar for Joanna Man. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever seen Joanna Man? I have not. <laughs> no. It's a, it's about <laughs> yes, a, it's about a failing NBA star who goes to the, uh, the NWA or just the movie version of it. I don't know mm-hmm. if they use the real titles. I don't, it's been so I've only saw it once. So he, he he dresses in drag and becomes a very. I've heard of it. I know what it is. Yeah, I just haven't seen it. Is that is that a Spike Lee joint? What is that? I don't know. I don't know who the, did that. It's it's bad. It is very very bad. <laughs> but I, it's Joanna Man, man. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and that that uh, he was in uh, Friday the Thirteenth, one of the sequels too, right? Yeah, he's the one that stuck in the tin toilet, baby, baby, baby. Anyway. Yeah, the damn enchiladas. The damn enchiladas. You haven't seen that one. <sighs> I haven't. Uh, it's okay. We'll, you guys keep going though. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll be here forever. Uh, I got you. Whew, back on track. And so they're there. And I think, ow, 
they they're there Mike and check. Mike check and Tina shows up mm. and she's like, "What'd you do to Freddie? No, no, Freddie!" And they finally get the paramedic paramedics in and they show up and they walk in. And they're like, "What's wrong?" They're well, they're poisoned. And they check all their vital signs and there's nothing. And it's like, "Hey, man, can I use your uh, stethoscope? Mine's broke, huh?" Mike. Well, what? then they switch and they both like, "Hmm." Whenever two paramedics are working on you and they're like, hey, man, let's go do a sidebar over here. It's always a bad yeah. thing. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Did you see what I saw? Yeah. So they come back. It's like, hey, guys, um, your room temperature, you have no heartbeats. You're clinically dead, but you're not dead because you're talking. So we're confused. We're going to yeah. go get the gurneys um, and we're going to be right back and we're going to go take you to the hospital. We're going to go figure this shit out. And they're like, we're, we're dead. You know, they're all freaking out. They, they go there. And when they go out to the ambulance, like this is uh, the, they all get, they all get destroyed. I mean, they just get eradicated. <laughs> um, the one guy in the back is getting munched on. The guy in the front's like, "Hey, what's going on back there?" And he walks back there, and you know, bad things happen. They chase them all down. <laughs> <laughs> bad things happen. And then they look out the window, and they're like, "They got him." <laughs> oh, we also got to mention it. Everybody gets separated during the rain. Um, the two clean punks, they get go to the warehouse. Trash gets left in the graveyard. Mm-hmm. So while uh, all this is going down, she, her worst nightmare comes to fruition. Because all of, the bodies at this point are coming up. They're all coming up, and they're eating people. They eat all the paramedics, and you see them all take trash down. But that's not the last we see of old trash. No, she comes back. Don't you worry. <laughs> what's cool is they keep bringing her back in little specks. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I was really hoping that there'd be more trash. Like, mm-hmm. I, want, I want a sequel this with her eating people. And <laughs> I'm sure she yeah. wanted it too, but not as much as me. That 12-year-old me wanted, um, Ernie tells the group that everything's wrong. And uh, then they look for a phone. Zombies attack at the mortuary. And then they all start fortifying everything. And that's a cool scene where they all just run around trying to fix trying to find the plywood, trying to put all the stuff. The zombies are coming in. They're all running around all, all crazy and all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's when it's real. Like, they're all really being attacked by this thing. Like, all these people are trapped in this mortuary trying to survive all of a sudden. So this comedy becomes serious for a brief second. Like, all these people are struggling to do something to survive. And that's what's really cool. Like, this movie takes comedy and horror and just, mention, and then just puts it together so perfectly. And that's why I love this film so much. So they're all fortifying, and yeah, dude, I think I, I think I'm with Juana, man. <laughs> I would want to go up in the the hatch in the ceiling and pull the ladder up. I think that that would be my go to. Well, that, yeah, but that wasn't his idea. That was uh, Ernie's idea. He's the one that brings it up. And the neighbor was like, "No." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. But I'm with that idea. That would be where I went. And I mean. And the punks just want answers, like, what's going on? I mean, and that's when they discover that uh, that Freddy has rigor mortis, which, you know, live people should not have. That is a bad thing. Yeah. You know, you shouldn't, you know, some people get sore backs, but rigor mortis is not something you want in, in a 20-year-old. He's <laughs> still talking to you. <laughs> and then they're like, you know, Scud's like, hey, man, you're dead. And he does that. Month, month. No! <laughs> like, this, I love it. Um uh, so, <laughs> um, and then they'll, let's not forget that the uh, zombies like start ordering food, it's like takeout. They like get on the microphone, like, 
Send more paramedics. Yeah, later, send more cops. (laughs) And then they they just all show up, and it's like, smorgasbord. Mm -hmm. They just want more brains. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So the zombies, speaking of that, this is uh, the zombies all break in, and they they have to run and go start fixing stuff. And this is when poor Skank gets it. So they're trying to fix it. The zombies pull Skank out, and they. And it's really cool. The, the rain's falling down, and Skank's face to face with all the zombies. And then you see later what the people are calling either spine zombie or, or half zombie. She goes in and bites his head off. She still has most of her body at this point, and they pull him through. And his brains and the blood squirting on the wall, and the zombie pulls through, and they drop on the floor, and they have to cut her in half. Mm-hmm. And then they finally go out. Well, he's dead. <laughs> and then they. Uh, take a, a pipe or a metal bar and they run her through and they tie her to a table. And this is my favorite scene of the movie. I always say that. I have like 18 favorite scenes. This is a good one though. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The, the half zombie. And this is also, this movie also got a big shout out in the first season of The Walking Dead. Bicycle Girl was based on the zombie. Oh. Just in case oh, you guys are wondering. I mean, look at her. It looks almost exactly mm. like her. It's a different coloring, of course, because, you know, Walking Dead has different color palettes. And they, they tie her to the table. And then we find out the, um, I guess, why do zombies do what they do? You can hear me. Yes. Why do you eat people? Not people. Brains. Brains only. Yes. Why? The pain. What about the pain? The pain of being dead. It hurts to be dead. I can feel myself rot. Eating brains. How does that make you feel? It makes the pain go away. Oh, so good. And just the way the bodies are moving, like, I mean, you know, there's puppeteers and everything. The head, the teeth are clacking, her pinkish hair laying on the table, her spine just smacking on the table. Oh, I was in love. (laughs) Yeah, dude. With these few little lines in this movie, it gave so much more depth to the zombies in a zombie movie. Like, if you contemplate what they're feeling, it changes the whole game. Yeah, brain stop. I love it. And uh, so Spider, you know, he's he's trying to, he's kind of taking lead. Hey, we got we got to do something. We got we got to figure something out. And then we see Trash coming back to life. Yep. Oh, and that's a beautiful scene. She's Naked all, zombie. She comes all up. The rain's coming. It's in slow motion. She just kind of pops out of the mud. And, it, and she's the only zombie that has like a sexy stagger, like a swagger, I should say. Yeah. She's like this the way she walks is this wonderful. Yeah. Fantastic. So um then uh Casey Oh the half zombie, the um Go the ahead. one that talks about brains is actually voiced by Brian Peck who played Scuzz. Oh so he cool. died he died and then voiced the zombie. I don't know if it was a, I don't know if he was the final voice for it. I know during the actual filming of that scene he was the voice of the character. Oh really? Yeah, I don't know if you if it was him actually on the final, on the final thing, but we'll oh, see. that would be impressive if it was. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. Um, so Bert wants Bert wants a, a lockup. 
Bird wants to lock up, and uh, Freddie and they want to, yeah, he wants to lock them up. That's it. So he's like, hey, these guys are changing. We got to get them out of here. So he wants to lock up the double Fs, oh, Freddie and Frank. And Tina, so they go to the chapel, and they lock them in, and Tina doesn't want to leave. She's like, no, I can't leave Freddie. I love him too much, even though he's turning into a creature. I've seen him eat people through this whole film. But it's fine. I am a dedicated girlfriend. Uh, so Tina stays with him, and then the cops arrive. Cops become lunch. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they do order in again, send more cops. Now, would you send another cop if some random scratchy voice, like your your cop friends went and your dispatch, and like, uh, you know, I don't know all the numbers, but there's usually codes involved in that, but no, they don't care. I guess they still know something's wrong. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I mean, I think you would have to, as a, as a dispatcher, I think you would have to send more if somebody said send more. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, what's the worst that could happen? You don't realize that they're actually being eaten alive. <laughs> well, Bert and Ernie and and Spider work out a plan. Their plan is to go and get the one one of the cop cars that's still running, right? And uh, I mean, it's a good plan. I mean, uh, what else are you going to do? So they shoot out of there. They fight their way to it, which is a pretty cool little fight scene. I mean, very briefly, they get in the car, and they really try to do the right thing. They try to go back and get their friends, but they can't because they just get swarmed by all the zombies. So they try to escape. And, of course, they can't because there's zombies everywhere now. So where they end up, they end up back at the warehouse. Mm-hmm. And then that's when Spider um, and Bert meet back up with the Casey and the guy I don't care about, Chuck. That's it. They get back to Casey and Chuck. And they can't go do the phone in the office because there's a zombie in the office. But there's also one downstairs, and they choose <laughs> Oh, they said that the phone got destroyed, so they have to go downstairs. They're like, nah, man, it's a greasy... And Spider's like, uh-uh, motherfucker, there's a greasy motherfucker down there. Mm-hmm. And he ate our friend. We ain't gonna go down there. So they... He's like, and this is when Bert becomes like a fucking action star. Like, no, we must go. We must get that phone. <laughs> he grabs the bat and there's a little action scene. So they open up, <laughs> they open up the door and um, Tar Man comes up and they swing and his head flies off like a fucking baseball. <laughs> it's in the trailer. It's off. <laughs> then they go downstairs and call the cops. And I mean, I don't know why Bert didn't do this earlier. I mean, he's a dumbass. And they finally get a hold of the cops. And for some reason, they put him all the way in to a phone in a car in 85 to the front lines. <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but he got patched all the way to the, to the commanding officer there. It's like, oh, what's happened? It's like, we're stuck here. We need someone to come save us. And that's when all these zombies, because they have everything barricaded off. And so, the, you know, the stop spread. The zombies come running through like a motherfucker and they start eating cops. Zombie heads flying everywhere. And then when all the shit's going down, you see trash. Oh, we forgot. There's one thing we've skipped by. Um, there's this bum walking through the streets, just chilling like, doom, 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 I'm a homeless man walking through the streets. And then all of a sudden the music kicks and like a 80s rock video, you see Trash doing her sexy stagger all the way up to him. I mean, <laughs> it's, she's just working it and she runs up and there's a close up of her old zombie find just eats his head out. We got to bring that part. Yeah, in. dude, oh, this yeah. is this is the one thing that kind of pulls me out of it. What is happening with her face? Oh, yeah. Like she <laughs> turns she turns into a supernatural monster. Hers like looks different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she turns into like. Evil dead, like, zombie <laughs> for yeah, a minute but, there. But, I mean, she was under the mud, and they, 
And it was a, it, I guess it was a makeup decision because she would have been actually chewed all up all over her body, but they didn't want to mess oh, her yeah, body up. Definitely. They wanted her to be perfect, but they still wanted her to be monstrous. So the only thing you can do is facial. Mm. That sounds yeah. bad. And that did not come out like I wanted. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> hey. We get it. It so, wouldn't have been a bad decision. But anyway, we go back to the story at hand. So they break through the barricades and then Frank's like, nah, not Frank, but, um, Bert. He's like, oh, well, I guess I finally got to call this number. So he, he goes on the side of the tank and calls. But then we also remember that um, oh, we skipped up. We also we skipped another part. Damn it. I need to follow my notes and stop following my heart. There's also a scene where <laughs> um, Tina's in the in, inside of the. The mortuary. It's the mortuary, the, the chapel. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. in the chapel. And. He starts getting all crazy, and then finally he dies, and he wakes up like, hey, girl, I love you. Let yeah. me eat your brains. She's like, Freddie, no. And all the, all the, then all the guys go and save her. We skipped this part. It's a very important part. And, and they put acid mm-hmm. in his In, in his fr- eyes and face, yeah. And they put him Ooh. back in. They go back in. They lock, and that's when they escape. We missed a whole big scene. Yeah, that, that was pretty big. Oops. Whoops. It's okay. We got there. We got there, guys. We got there. Um, there's going to be a lot of editing on this episode. Uh, it's going to be so fun. Um, so after, uh, <clears throat> see, that's what happens. We yeah. go back and I lose track where we're we at. we got to stop doing your all-time favorites because you decided. I know. <laughs> yeah, your, your all-time favorite in conjunction with uh, Anna Quigley. I know. It's got it's you all verklempt. I'm all verklempt. I cannot focus. I'm the one that usually leads the, drives this thing, and I am driving crooked as fuck tonight. Uh, oh, so so it's funny. It's like we're like four pages past my notes where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, we're getting close to the end. We are, we're at the end. Yeah. We are at the end, my friend. Ernie and Tina, right? Are in Ernie the attic. and Tina goes in the attic, and this is another really cool scene. This is when um, a Freddy, who can't see, runs up, and and then you can hear him, like, beating on the top of the, hit on the bottom of the shelf, like. Tina, wrong I had to hurt myself to get out. But I forgive you, darling. And I know you're here because I can smell your brains. Go away! I'm coming up, Tina. You made me break my hand completely off this time, Tina. But I don't care, darling, because I love you. You've got to let me eat your Okay, so now we're back in the warehouse. Bert calls the number, and the general comes back. The guy we saw at the beginning of the film... He is back. Yay. The military guy. So he gets it and he's yeah, talking he talking all. He, he uses gets, his amazing technology. His the, all the blinking, full, full cabinet computer. Yeah. You know, it's funny. When I, he goes, yeah, he gets a call. Something's down. The Easter eggs are, are loose, whatever. He runs and opens this big thing. And back in the 80s when I was a kid, I used to thought that looked cool. Like, that's pretty cool. Look at all those blinky High lights. High tech. But now you're like, what does that do? Why is that a, even a thing? Why? What's the purpose of that? But anyway, so he makes a call. He calls higher up than him. 
and uh, oh, that little military guy. I love him so much. He is so good. Yes, sir. Yes. Oh yeah, the one in the tank. Yeah, he's he's mm-hmm. in the, he's in those little model tank. Niner, whatever, all the numbers. Yeah, so he takes down all the numbers, and while this is going on, Bert's trying to reassure all the survivors left. Like they have a plan. They have. They know what's going to. They they, yeah. they they've been waiting for this. So they're doing this, and then it keeps going back and forth. Like it shows like of uh, some of the chaos going on, and it, and it goes back to like the the attic being beat on and everything. And then you see this little young kid typing in the numbers, and then he gets the okay, and he shoots this m- nuclear missile right at the town. <laughs> And then why everything is coming, like right when Freddy breaks through in slow-mo, everything blows up. And then this is pretty good model work. I know it's a miniature and the little houses and the scenes and and all the shingles fly off. And I love it. And yeah. the little yeah. superimposed, look good. superimposed explosion. And then, of course, the general's like, yeah, minimal damage. Only like, what, 40,000 people 4,000. Oh, it's only 4,000. Yeah. Damn. Yep. That's not bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That is an acceptable loss. <laughs> uh, that, not really, but it's, it just shows that their plan was literally to, okay, hey, whenever this comes up, we're going to shoot this bomb, and it's just going to hit the, wherever it is and get rid of it. Well, the only thing that sucks is, um, I mean, they're burning all those bodies, and they're like, don't worry, sir. And then the, the general is like, don't worry. A rain's coming. This will wash all the way. Yeah, jeez. And this is when you tell they you tell they didn't have the right budget because they just start using the exact same rain scene from the first yeah. part. <laughs> we'll just throw that back in. Nobody'll notice. But you do notice when the It was probably the, Carl's idea. Do you when a party comes on and that guy pops up? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean that's it. I mean, oh, I'm going to have fun editing the shit out of this yeah. one, guys. Uh, <laughs> All right, so um that's pretty much the end of the movie. The whole town blows up it rains again and it all starts over somewhere and we never got the real true sequel because they hit reset on part two so that was uh our our analysis of return of the living dead so um out of uh all the horror movies i mean as far as zombie movies goes this is by far my favorite one i mean of course i've been gushing all over this thing this thing's probably sticky with my excitement uh, but <laughs> so this Gross, is, dude. But it, by far, this is my favorite zombie movie. Um, if you had to pick one single zombie movie, Ash, which one would you pick? Uh, it, it is a close toss-up. I really love this movie. But I think that Peter Jackson's Dead Alive that's still good, tops the list for me. That's a good one, man. I, we, yeah, it gets it gets a lot crazier than this one, and it just goes off the walls bananas. And uh, I think I like it better. You ate my Not dog. Not by much, though. Your mother ate my dog. Not all of it. <laughs> and so, uh, Dead Alive, how about you, Kelsey? What's your favorite zombie movie? I haven't seen nearly as many zombie movies as y'all have by a long shot. <laughs> and mine's way more recent, but Zombieland is my favorite yeah. zombie movie. That's not a bad one. Uh, I mean, It's great. I can rewatch it over and over. Those opening credits are masterpieces. Yeah. Like yes. The, and there's actually, I, I feel like there's a little shout out to this, like when the stripper's running after the guy. Yeah. I love it. It's a very like, it's only like 30 seconds. This guy's running in slow-mo with like cash coming out of his hands and the stripper's is bouncing, chasing. <laughs> I love it. Uh, it's good. I might have a problem. 
But anyway, yeah, that's a good one. We're going to have to find a way to... I don't think Dead Alive is ever going to stream anywhere. We're going to have to find a way to get everybody a copy. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got to cover that movie one day. Yeah, uh, definitely. I think I can definitely do that for you guys. So, Kelsey, have you ever seen this before? As Obviously, I do not have to answer this question. I have not seen this movie before. Well, before now. Yeah. Um, so, one being a piece of garbage and ten being the best thing ever made. Uh, where does this sit on that chart? I'll give it a nice 8 out of 10. Feeling kind. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed this movie. It's everything you want in a cheesy 80s horror movie, which I've said before. But I'm really enjoying these movies more than I thought I would. (laughs) And I think I'm getting more and more into them the more that we watch. And this one is definitely up there. Nice. And how about you, Ash? 1 to a 10. Ah, I'm going 9.5, man. It's not perfect, but it's, it's good enough to be almost there for me. Right. It's a, uh, it's it's very nostalgic and, like she said, it's got everything I want out of, out of cheesy horror, and it's it it puts all the pieces together perfectly. And I, I just I adore this film. I I don't even have to gush about this anymore. Yeah, if there was a number over ten that we would rate things, Anthony <laughs> would give this that number uh, thirty five. <laughs> well, this movie's so important to me. Um, I professionally make zombies, and this is mainly the reason why I do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, my forte is blood destruction, blood pumps and stuff, and all that stemmed from this movie. What Everything you see me do at work and every mm-hmm. – uh, I'll work, have a new appreciation for it now. Yeah, because uh, Kelsey works with me. I'm actually a makeup artist at a theme park. So Halloween, I get to kill a lot of people a lot of times. Yeah. There's blood and guts everywhere, and – I changed everything. The, the, the zombies at this park used to just be like gray and slight blood on them. And I brought in prosthetics mm-hmm. with necks ripped out, eyes ripped out. Um, I might post some pictures on our uh, Instagram yeah. and our Facebook page. Yeah, we'll do that. And uh, so, Oh, yeah. I can't wait. If Kelsey's got a, a, love of, a newfound love of these movies, I can't wait for her to see Dead Alive. Yeah, I, I know. Seriously. That's that's good. Dead it's Alive is on the list for sure. So... Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to support us, please just tell people about us. Uh, you can find us on Spotify. You can spot it, find us on Apple, Stitcher. Uh, if you want to follow our social media, you can check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Cinematic AF Movie Podcast. So go there, uh, like us, share us, especially if you're on Apple. That's the only it's weird Spotify doesn't have it. But if you're on Apple, go ahead and give us a like. Yeah. It really yeah, Linnea quickly loves us. I hope so. Mm-hmm. You, Linnea, if you're listening still, give mm-hmm. us a like. Because <laughs> we're definitely going to like you and we're going to blow you up as soon as we're done. Thank you guys for listening to us. Uh, thank you, Kelsey. Thank you, Ash. Um, stay safe. Keep watching movies. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Peace. Bye.